Spark is an idea accelerator, connecting the studio to the classroom by and for artists who educate. Brought to you by the Frist. Hey, I'm Joe Christie. Um, I'm at Woodland Middle School in Williamson County. Uh, and I'm just going to introduce Megan really fast. Most of you know Megan Kelly. She's a kind of a wonder here in uh, Nashville. Uh, between, I think, everyone in this room, we probably know everybody who's involved in the arts in Nashville, and that's a really cool thing. Um, if I started to tell you about Megan's diverse <laughs> lifestyle, it would go on for a really long time, because, man, she has got her tentacles. Yeah, in everything. So from poetry, from writing poetry to um, working with the library to uh, being her own studio omnivorous, where she devours everything, which is really what she does. If you look at her website, it is kind of unbelievable how much she is doing to bring community together, to bring art to people, and just to embrace a life of positivity when it comes to creating. Um, she goes everywhere and does everything, it seems like to me. So uh, without further ado, I'm just going to turn it over to Megan. She'll enlighten us all. So thank you for listening to me talk at you for 10 minutes tonight. I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, as you said, my name is Megan Kelly. I'm a maker and a doer. I make things, I do things, and I help cities, organizations, and individuals make and do things. If you think about the art world as a planet, Sometimes I'm in orbit around that planet. Observing, kind of doing high level, looking at how systems work, how things happen, how things don't happen, and how to fix it. Sometimes I'm on the surface of the planet, and I'm actively working with organizations to build sustainable business plans, uh, help create collaborative creative spaces, and to help organizations kind of figure out how to work with artists and artists how to work with each other. And then when I'm really, really lucky, I get to be in the center of the planet, slowly being turned, hopefully, into a diamond, but maybe just coal and fuel for someone else to do something cool by the practice of my being in my own studio. So this is a good part of what I'll talk about today, though, like any planetary system, the work that I do in the core inevitably spirals out into everything else that I do. So first thing you should know about me is that I am a hoarder, essentially. I hoard ideas, I hoard people, I hoard just feelings and emotions and stories and dialogues. To me, there's nothing more interesting than finding out everything I can about how something works. And then I usually do carry it on myself. Uh, Joe described me as an octopus, but sometimes I think you could say I'm a hermit crab, and I've just figured out how to get Nashville on my shoulders and slowly move around. Um, but it is in ultimately a pretty satisfying existence. And ways that I do that is I try to keep my eyes wide open. A lot of what I do is I do sketch notes. So I go out into the community. Particularly, I seek out communities that I might not necessarily be a part of, or that I might not have exposure to, or that I simply want to learn from. And I look for what they're saying. So I sit at round tables, I sit at meetings, I go to lectures, I just come in and speak with neighborhoods at dinners, and I draw what people say. For me, it's as much about having the accuracy of what people are talking about, correctly putting what they're trying to say out there, capturing that message, whether that message is 
positive, or sometimes that message can be negative, but that's still equally important. And when I have that, I share these out online, and the visual aspects really help other people connect to it. Ultimately, this is a way for me to be present for what somebody else is trying to teach me, and to be able to put it out there so that we can all learn from what it's saying. I like this slide because it says, to start a fire, you have to start with sticks and stones. Sometimes these aren't very easy conversations. Sometimes they hurt. Sometimes it is the pain cry of the community. And I see it as my responsibility to be there and to document that, those movements as they're happening, as they're occurring. The plus side is that I've really been able to expand and kind of learn and think as a person. I've done sketch notes work for the conference in mass incarceration in Tennessee. I've been able to be a part of listening in to roundtable and neighborhood discussions, talking about gentrification, affordable housing, equitable education, and even simply about artists being in the community trying to figure out how to make it work here. But the nice thing about that is that it sticks, it stones, but you get a spark from that. And from there, the community can be lit to take action. I also try to keep my hands busy, not just in drawing, but in actually doing things, and try to get other people's hands busy too. So I do a lot of projects that ask for people to participate in some way. So with this project, we had a creative mapping. It was for an art conference, and it was artists all over Nashville and from some of the outside areas. And we had a big map, and we asked them to put a dot, put a pin in where the neighborhoods where they worked. And then we had fishbowls where we had questions about what they thought were the important things that we should be looking at as a city. So they answered those questions, and everybody who, as they registered, as they picked where they were from, also used that color paper to vote for the issues that they thought were important. So it really gave people a way to have not only a connection to say, oh, hey, we work in the same neighborhood, but also a way for them to say, oh, man, this is actually really important to these people and for these people who all work or live in the same place. Why is that? How can we start moving forward? How can we start connecting over those conversations? Another project I did transformed a gallery into a giant clothesline and we talked about the idea of labor, specifically women's labor, and how that creates spaces for dialogue and for passing down history and for passing down lessons. We had clothing that was donated by members of the community, some with stories, heartbreaking stories, powerful stories, inspirational stories. And we made strips and people wrote down their advice for people coming ahead. And then we tied it up in a big web and we moved through. We came together a couple times throughout the month and we made sure no place was too heavy or too light. And we moved it around and we, as we took them down and moved them somewhere else, we talked about the pieces. We talked about the advice. So this became a living, breathing conversation. And then afterwards, these strips went back out to the community to quilt makers so that they could start making something that would also shelter the people coming ahead. I like to create spaces for story. I like to create spaces for dialogue. I like to transform rooms into forests and hearts into fires. I like people to do things that they don't expect, to shake hands with an alien ambassador, to share their hopes and their fears, to experiment and to play. And I like people to try things that they've never done before. I like them to 
have that power of knowing that they can actually do something that looks really impressive and is really simple and approachable. Kind of finding ways to open up these conversations and to create these dialogues. And ultimately, it is about having that openness. It's about saying, this might be my idea as an artist, but you are my community. You know, I can have, I can have this fire, but what does it matter if I don't have a hearth? So I invite people in. One of the biggest ways that I do this in my own personal project is through a world, ultimately, called the Inbound Lands. As you can see, there is a text-based adventure game, and that's one bridge that people come in. And that's just kind of a way that people can find themselves experimenting and doing something new and being in a place that they didn't expect with customs and languages and people that they didn't know that they knew. I do a lot of online work with that, but I also do a lot of outbound work with that, where this world crosses over into that world, and often I act as an ambassador to these ideas. I might take people's stories. I might do stuff like this, where I'm simply talking about it. Um, I did a residency in uh, North Carolina where I created fake currency and seeded it around as I was traveling and climbing the mountains. I was doing a, an extensive documentation of the terrain there. And in that process, also giving something back. And then that part of the terrain became part of the game world. It, all that writing, all that photography, all that work became a place of its own accord. And even just artist collaborations. For example, I worked with a copywriter who came up to me one day and was like, I really, Sometimes I imagine I'm there. And I was like, okay, where? And we came up with this whole area where, where his kind of character would live. And so we built terrain around that that would let his character grow coffee. And then he created a coffee blend that you could drink while you're exploring the world. So again, it's this back and forth, this give and take. I do a lot of participatory performances. So example for this, we had an exhibit and it was at a coffee shop. So I of course dressed up as a park ranger and came to the coffee shop. And we had a whole exchange ritual, which was a greeting that you might do in this world. And so we had people who came specifically for that, we had players from other states come by. But I also had people at the coffee shop be like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, well, here's a brochure. And it was this idea of exchanging these objects and sharing the stories behind it and having that intimate connection with another stranger. And the same kind of idea came into a modular art pod, so a 4x4 cube that had been transformed into a rest stop that you might encounter on this world as you're traveling one of the ritualized paths to become an author. And again, it was this idea of leaving an object and taking an object, sharing an object, sharing a story. You could dig through and see the things that people had decided were valuable to someone else. And all these moments where there was something more, where you knew there was a story behind some of these things, but it left the questions open so that you could answer them yourselves. And again, in part of that is as much about what I'm thinking, but it's also as much about what people want to know. I did a 100-day series where I did an illustration every day 
and it was led by interest from the community and prompts that people had questions. We're like, so what do you do for a funeral? Like, how do these people have a funeral? Or, well, so you've got these bird creatures. What's their interaction with actual birds? Do they eat them? Is that okay then? Or simply like, what would I wear if I were a character in this world? This is what I think I would do. What would I look like? And so getting that feedback from the community, getting that responsiveness, and using that to develop the images that I was coming up with. The latest thing that I'll be working into is going to a play-by-mail campaign. Again, kind of trying to make one more bridge through our world and the next. The whole reason this world works is because there's a belief that this place might be kind of out there. You could get a postcard from this world. You find money from this world. You might meet an oddly dressed park ranger in the coffee shop. And so this is kind of embracing that. It's opening up to this idea of where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? How does your story weave into this bigger story that's happening? So at the end of the day, it's about creating a bridge, not just between my world and your world, but between our worlds and the worlds that we have right here. So that's kind of my work. That's kind of where I try to be. I'm here to listen. So please, say hello.